the Basement to the Attic podcast features Rekadelic and the Devastating DT. The co-hosts share their views on various aspects of hip-hop culture, music, fashion, art, style, and more. Basement to the Attic podcast, the freshest perspective on all things hip-hop. What's up, everybody? It's the Basement to the Attic podcast. This is Rekadelic. And we're about to get into episode number four, which is going to be the top posse records of all time. So first, I think we need to clarify what a posse record is so that there's no confusion about what a posse record Because I think sometimes, you know, when, when I go onto different sites and I see people talking about posse records and then I see comments... You know, pe- people are, are a little bit confused, or maybe maybe we're confused. I don't know. Maybe it's us. <laughs> but it looks like yeah. there's, there's some confusion, nevertheless, on what what a posse record is. So, based on this definition, how you want to define that, D? We want to go. Um, just four more. Just four more MCs. They don't have to be more? in the same. Not three. Yeah. Not three or more. Well, the reason reason why I say that because I think we had a conversation about the song um, Dwick that had um, nice uh, yeah had, and Guru and that wasn't kind of really a posse like you're right you're right it wasn't a posse record that was, you're right okay see I was thinking three or more and I'm now now I'm now I'm feeling you four or more has got to be it yeah so three or more will be like a collaboration or a feature correct correct exactly right so okay. So we have to categorize um, colla- uh, collaboration with, pos- with the posse record. Right. So collabo would be three three or more um, MCs on, on one track. Three or less. Three. I'm uh, sorry. Three, two or three. Right. Right. Or feature. Right. Or feature. And right. then um, a posse record would be four or more rappers on. Um, on the same track. Now, what All if right. it's a group with two other featured artists? Like if it's EPMD, Redman, and K Solo in that Headbangers joint. That's a posse cut. Is that that's a posse cut? That's a posse cut. Okay. By the way, that was dope. <laughs> and I think is that on my top five? Headbangers. Uh, yeah, let me see. One, Headbangers two. is definitely in my top five uh, posse cuts. Yeah. Yeah, it um, it was, and then I took it out for some reason because it's not there no more. I'm looking at it. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> okay, so um, so you know, I got I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some songs, right? Like I, I got I got a top five though first. I, maybe, maybe I go on the top five first. What, what's your top five? Top five. Top five. Um, I have the symphony. Yeah. I have scenario. Which one? I both. <laughs> oh, I, I I got a, I got a, I got a tie for number two scenario and scenario remix. Yeah. Um, three I got buddy. Four I got self destruction and five I got protect your neck. Damn. Yo, our list is almost identical. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! All right, all right. So this is what I got. <laughs> You're killing me right now. So I got the symphony. Number one, that's my number. That's my all-time favorite posse record ever, right? Yes. I got the scenario remix. I, I don't have scenario on there because when 
I heard Scenario, but then when I heard Scenario Remix, I was like, yo, man. That hood part, when hood, hood set it off, yeah, that was it for me. And that beat, I mean, yo, I went to, I remember going to the record store and buying the cassette. Yeah, it, it used to be in your mom's car. I remember, remember that. that? <laughs> so, yo, I had the cassette, in the, right? Yeah. And on the other side of the cassette, they, yeah. had, the, they had the instrumental. Yes, I remember that. Remember that? And I used to be just driving around with the instrumental. Yo, we like, played that like a thousand a times. A thousand times. That's all I needed in my life right there. <laughs> Yo, oh you know, God. you know what's you know what's so dope, man, just about um not just that um scenario remix, but number one, the way Q tip used to do his drops. Like how he would just drop the beat out and then he'll bring something in for like a half a bar and then he would come in with the beat. Nobody yeah. was doing drops like Charcoal Quest Nobody was. was doing that. They right. would just drop the whole record out and bring it back in. But Q-Tip was doing it a different way. He'll let the music play and then he'll just come in with the beat that, you know, later instead of all at once. And that's another thing that made that track so hot. His, um, 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 Q-tips drops. Yeah, he, he was he was good with that. Yeah, he, he was he was very very creative with that in that way. Cause he 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 would take a set. He, he would sample stuff that nobody even thought you would ever try to sample. Because and you put you, it together. Because you probably heard it when you go through, when you were going through your grandmother's crates. Right. And then you were like, that's dope, but I don't know how I would use that. And then you're like, yo, he used that. Okay. Yeah. And it's funny. I heard Daddy O on an interview recently. He was talking about Stetsasonic and how he was talking about hip hop basically, and he was just talking about how like hip hop is sampling. Mm-hmm. Like hip hop will always be sampling. Yeah. Like we have to sample. Yeah. Because that's what hip hop is. Yeah. And, and it's, it's something about a sample that, especially you know you know because right now the people are sampling songs from 20 years ago. They're sampling songs from yeah. the 90s. Yeah. So like you're connecting generations and generations of, are connecting the future generation. So 20 years from now, people are going to be sampling what we're listening to now because it's that connection from generation to generation. It's really dope how, the way he put it. Um, but yeah, and, and, and every posse cut has has this similar thing in common, in my opinion. Like the beat has to be crazy. But the scenario remix, um, I was talking with my um, with my, my my boy H Money about how Hood got killed like right after he did the verse. I heard about that. <laughs> yo, he like left the studio and got murdered. Like, and everybody was like, "Yo, who's this dude? We want to sign him." They was like, "Yo, he's dead." I remember that because uh, Buster Rhymes in the interlude said, uh, "Yeah, we have seven MCs." Six which are in physical form, one which is in spiritual one essence. Spiritual essence, right? Yes. And he goes by the name of uh, Hood. <laughs> I was like, "Who is that?" You're right. I remember that. We were like, "Who is this dude?" And then we found out that he got killed. <laughs> I, re- I remember that. Wow. Yo, he he would have had a bright future. He would have had a bright future. And you know what also made that posse cut dope is that they all did the ad libs, like. I don't know if anybody was doing it like that before they did it in the first scenario, how they were doing the all the ad-libs all together. 
instead of just one person ad-libbing. Yeah, you know why though? Because that was before the age of send me your send me I'll send you the beat, you send me your rhymes. Right. That that was the age of yo, everybody gotta come to the studio at eleven thirty tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got tiny you got yeah. Chinese food. Yo. <laughs> you got wings and fries, hot sauce. Yo. You know what I'm saying? That, that was and that, that's something you know, that's a whole nother dynamic of everybody being in the room and there's an energy. You create an energy when everybody's in the room. Now it's it's, it's a little it's a little bit different because it's you don't really get to capture the energy of the, and the vibe with, with with interacting with people and and you know it's it's just, it's just different. It's not better. It's not worse. It's different. But to your point, you feel that in the song though. Oh, most definitely, because especially in the like the first one, it's like what we gonna do ninety two, even though <laughs> we had fun. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right, like who, right, right. who orchestrated that? <laughs> This is how we gonna do this ad This is how we gonna do that ad Right, right, right. That was dope. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But you can't uh, do that when somebody's like, "Yeah, oh, I'm in London, man." But I, you know, I send my verse. Right. And and people never even met each other, and they're on the same yeah. track. They never even seen each other before. That's crazy. It's just different. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So <laughs> going down my list, I got so Symphony was number my number one. And I never, when I was writing them, I didn't really, I wasn't really thinking about any kind of order. Scenario right. Remix is number two. And I, like I said, I, 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 I consciously don't have Scenario on there. Um, but although that was dope, um, I got Protection X from the Wu-Tang. And, you know, they, they took, they took it to a whole other level. <laughs> Yo, have you, have you yeah. seen the, um, the um, Wu-Tang show? Yeah, man. Alright, we, we, we gotta do we gotta talk about that. We'll talk about that maybe yeah. later. Um yeah. and I got I got the firm. Mm. I got the firm on him. I, I got this thing. I have an affinity for Queen's rap. Like yeah. you know, and Symphony, I mean, this is pretty much there's <laughs> a lot of Queens on here by the way. <laughs> uh yeah. the firm was dope. They really dropped it. Foxy dropped it, Nas, Nature. Um, I mean, it was it was crazy. Um, my buddy, there's obviously mm-hmm. on here, and I had self destruction on my list also, but it's like yeah. I don't know why I got six, but self destruction is like I kind of wrote it down in a real light on the bottom of my buddy. Yeah. But you know, my buddy, that beat was crazy. And yeah, then, I just thought too that it was it was just so creative for them to be talking about sex in a way <laughs> where it wasn't just out there where you knew exactly what it was right, so it, I just like the creativeness of it it was, yeah. a, it was appropriate it, it, it was, yeah. it, it was PG-13 a 12 year old could yeah. see my buddy and your, yeah. mom, your mom wouldn't smack you in the face right you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. you, you could pump my buddy with your mom's in the house you couldn't pump like some songs with your mom's in the house like, it was just like you know some things you just couldn't do but um you know, yeah, you're right. That was, that was dope the way they did that. It was creative. I mean, and, and I think mm-hmm. it was a song. Somebody wrote it. Somebody thought about it. Somebody had yeah. a theme. Yo, here's the right. theme. It reminds me of back in the days in Spunk Bigger's Attic. Shout out to Spunk Bigger. And yeah. everybody would come in with a pen and paper. Kid J, Drastic, Rest in Peace, mm-hmm. uh, Wise, everybody. Yeah. Um, d Baby Paw, shout out to d And mm-hmm. everybody would be... Yo, bring a verse. We, this is what the title is. Right. This is the theme. This is so you gotta you got the right to the theme. 
you know, you just can't just write anything. This is the right. theme. Like, this is what we're going to talk about on, on this joint. So, you know, you know, that's that's what, you know, what, what where we come from. We come from that storytelling and all that stuff. So, you know, so I got some other songs on there. I got some other joints on there that I wrote down. That, yeah. that, that were posse that were posse joints that didn't make my top five but I thought mm-hmm. they were notable but they could very well be in my top five and I, I wouldn't even be like you know and, or somebody was like yo what about I Shot Your Remix mm-hmm. what about Stranded on Death Row mm-hmm. what about the Headbangers Crazy, <laughs> yo, that this was crazy. And and and, and 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 who was it? Um, Redman and K Solo. I mean, they they they, they were similar to me, but they were, you know, right. They still was was different, you know. Um, then you had Junior Mafia, yeah, the Flavor in the Air remix that was dope. The Benjamins yeah. was dope. Live at the Barbecue was dope. That graveyard yeah. joint, that graveyard joint, that um with Big L and everybody, the whole DITC crew, yeah, that was dope. And then I just heard that song John Blaze. I, so, for some reason, the song John Blaze with um with Nas Fat and Fat Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, first of uh-huh. all, that beat though, <sighs> that beat, that's my yeah. kind of beat. Um, yeah. that's some boom bap stuff right there. And then, but then you had don't forget about don't curse. Right. With heavy, heavy D, Grand Puba, Pete Rock, yeah. CL Smooth was on there. Coogee um, Rap. Coogee Rap was on Don't Curse. That's right. Big, Big Daddy King. Big Daddy King was on Don't Curse? Yep. That's right. That's right. So, don't. Yo, yo, don't. You're right. Yo, Don't Curse was dope. Mm-hmm. Because it had that, it had that feel. Like, Pete, yo, Pete, one thing about Pete, he can make you move. <laughs> you have to move to that. You cannot sit still with it on, on that with that beat on on Don't Curse. Don't well, let, you me ask you, let, let me ask you a question about Don't Curse, right? To have Heavy D, Cool G Rap, yeah. and Big Daddy Kane and Grand Pooba on it, why did it not get the recognition? Is was it because of the topic that took away from the rawness? I don't, it, didn't, it didn't take away from the rawness though. That beat was crazy. And, and the, but, what the I'm MCs, saying, but what I'm saying is that when I talk to people about their top five, you got one of the uh, uh, you got Coogee Rap and Big Daddy Kane on the symphony, and you got Coogee Rap and Big Daddy Kane on this. So why isn't it not? And at that time, at that time, Pete Rock was one of the hottest producers out. Right. And so Grand Poo Maxwell. And Grand Poo Maxwell, yo, he 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 never got he never gets on a track. It doesn't represent. He has never been on a fe- he's never been a feature, and didn't like, didn't like kill it. So why isn't it out on a lot of people's top? Five? I don't know, but it was, it was it was definitely in my in my mind. Yeah, it's not on my top five. It's just not, but it could be. Like out of all the like out of all my and I'm, I'm thinking of like down with the king. There's so many other ones. Um, the Benjamins. Yeah. Um, you know, because some some stuff is more underground. But like I don't know, maybe maybe people just didn't, you know, maybe maybe it was territorial. Cause when did Don't Curse come out? Ninety five. Maybe maybe something like that. And I just I, I think that when when you do posse cuts, like even like Band from TV, the raw and the gritty it is. I think that's what has the most effect. 
Yo, I I, I hear you. Because Bad for TV, that, that's 98. And, and that was what? Noriega, mm-hmm. Nature, Big Pun, Cameron, Styles, P, Jada Kiss. That was fire. Just. <laughs> that's fire yeah. right there. That's straight, that's straight competition. That's straight people getting on the track yeah. and competing right there. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that, that's what I like about posse cuts. It forces you, you not you got you got to come correct. You, you, you got to compete. Hip hop's the the foundation of hip hop is competition, because you're not gonna let nobody. You get inspired like if you hear if, as a producer when you hear a dope beat, you're like yo. Yeah. Like first yeah. of all, you're not gonna you're not gonna even want to let nobody hear nothing that you don't think is dope. Yeah. So because you because you have you, you have you have a competitive nature. Hip hop's rooted in co- in competition. So these dudes are like, yo, I'm I'm, I'm gonna be on a track with Big Daddy King, um, G Rap, Grand Pooh, Pete Rock, CL, um, Heavy D. I gotta bring the heat. I gotta bring the fire. And and I think that's what it is. It's like back th- back then, in in the, in those '90s, like you just couldn't write something and just throw it out there. Yeah, and especially if you was a rapper that had an unfair advantage where it's like, okay, you say your verse, and then the person who record it is going to go last, so they're going to hear everybody else's verse. So you don't even got a chance to go back and be like, oh, he said that? Let me do my rhyme over. You can't nah, do it. No, you can't done. do that. You can't do it. It's too late. It's too late. It's too late. And, and you know what's funny? It's, I, think it's, I think it's harder. I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to just say this. I'm going to throw it out there because I think this is what happened. And don't curse. You had three rappers that was from Westchester County, right? On the track, yeah. That wasn't right. boroughs. That wasn't boroughs. And I think, right. I think, uh, even even people who were from like Long Island, actually four people, because you had Hev, you had Pooba, you had Pete and CL. That's right. That's yep, four. So there was four yeah. MCs on that track that wasn't from a borough, right? And. Not being from a borough, you got more to prove. Right. Like even Rakim talks about it. Yeah. You know he he he, yeah. he said it's not where you, it ain't where you from, it's where you at, because yeah. it is where you from. Right. To be to be honest, but he had to for him to have to say that. Right. Right. Then obviously yeah. then there's, there's there's some truth to it and the way people feel. So I think that might have something to do with the reason why that didn't really hit as as and for those of you who haven't heard don't curse you know i think you got to go back to whose album was that on people i can see a smooth album no that was on his that album, was heavy D's album? I, I believe it was on the peaceful journey album yeah so if you haven't heard that you got to go check that out it's, it's it's a it's it's one in my opinion probably one of the most underrated posse cuts that ever hit you know what else was dope and i don't know why i don't have it on this paper um there was a song that KMD and Brand Nubians did. The Nitty Gritty. You remember the Nitty Gritty joint? I probably remember if I hear it. It went, um, get right down to the real Nitty Gritty now. That sounds familiar. That um, definitely sounds familiar. KMD, KMD and Brand Nubians. Pull it up right now. Gods, Tony D from the now Rumor. Hey, yo, ain't that them the gods? Cam D, a matter of fact. Yeah, Cam D, all the brothers, brand newbies. Y'all heard they go by the name of the gods. Well, I was up with that. So now I'm a sitting
Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> you know how dope that was? I remember that. I remember that. And, and that was on the KMD album. <laughs> it was like, yeah. you, know, you know, everybody had a little joint on the album that was like probably the last track yeah. that didn't get on the radio. <laughs> but the real hip hop heads knew about that track. They were like, yo, you heard that joint, that last track on the album. Yeah, that was, that was the, on the KMD album. That joint was, because I think they were label mates. Wasn't they on, um, they was on the same label. KMD and Brand Nubian. Yeah, Electra. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they were they, both on Electra. Yeah, yeah. They, they were both on Electra Records, I think, and they were label mates, so that mm-hmm. that was the connection. Yeah, yeah. So it was only right that they did a track, but that was that was dope because it was like they were just straight, straight dropping bombs. I mean, it was mm-hmm. good, you know. And so there's there's been a lot of good music and a lot of good collabos and stuff. Um, but again, like, uh, you know, um, I'm, I'm just going, you know, th- that's kind of what I had I had eye for an eye of Mob Deep and Nas and Raekwon, but. That was again. That was like an underground joint. So nobody's not gonna really, yeah. You know, nobody's not gonna really talk about that. Yeah. Depending on, on who you are, you know. But um, yeah. and then it was that, you know, there was, you know, I, I really think that stranded on death row joint was hard. Mm-hmm. That was hard. Oh, that was hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, rest, rest in peace, Bushwick Bill. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Bushwick Bill. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. So you know, that's that's kind of where I'm at on, on the posse cuts. I, I, I don't I don't know if if right now it's hard to it's hard to do a posse cut because I think I think most posse cuts are are I think the best posse cuts are the ones that are birthed out of um just spontaneity. Yeah. You know. Like who's in the room? All right, let's do something. Yeah. Not. I think when you when you when you when you try too hard to orchestrate it, I think it it loses a little bit of its um of its authenticity. Right. Uh, you know. Um. But when it's like almost like impromptu, I think it's even better. Yeah. So you know, I think you know on the posse side, I think that's that's kind of where you know in history of hip, and obviously there's probably some 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 songs that we missed. And y'all, y'all can feel free to hit us up on social um, at B the number two A podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and mm-hmm. we, we'd love to hear your comments about who we, who we might have left out. Yeah, and we will definitely address it in our next episode if we get a chance to address those things because we don't want to leave out stuff. We just kind of just giving you guys our our thoughts on, on some of this stuff. Um, speaking of, so you know, pos, you got posse cuts. Now I know we're gonna do, we're gonna end up doing a um, episode on the best duos, you know, with the best, you know, right. rap duos. I mean, I mean not not groups, but like two solo artists, artists, you know, um, collaborating, and you know, and, and, and stuff. I think of Brooklyn's Finest is like one of my top ones ever, you know. But you know, we're gonna go through. We have to. We have to. I think we have to do that at some point. So you got anything else? Or we can, can we close this? Um. Nah, I mean we we uh pretty much broke everything down. Um. Oh, I'm looking at self destruction. Did you uh check out the Rock Kim interview where he said he could have been on it? He was mad he didn't get on it. <laughs> so 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 who's the one that 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 picked who got on it? I think 
KRS. I think that's what he said. I think he said KRS left him out. So check this out. I was listening to this Daddy O interview. Shout to Daddy O. So Daddy O got a, he has a new he got he got a new project. Um, it's called Professor Professor Daddy O. Um, you you gotta check. I, I think I sent it to you yesterday. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. I checked it out. I listened to it yesterday. Yeah, that dope. That that beat was dope. He's dope. Yeah, yeah. But I remember that's a sonic. I remember how they made me feel when I was when I was coming up, man. I, they always yeah. had good music. Always, always had good music. So anyway, Daddy O was talking. Um, I forgot who was interviewing him, but he said that LL was supposed to be on that self destruction joint also, mm. but LL was about to drop an album, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to be on that beat before his album because he hadn't been out in a while. And he didn't want the uh, first time people heard him after not being out in a while or not dropping something right. in a while to be on that beat. I guess he didn't like the track. Right. But he said, this is what Daddy O said, that, and this is to your point, because we talked about MC Light not writing her rhymes, and was he writing her rhymes enough? Right. So he said that MC Light had a verse, and I forgot who she was going, who she had to go after. But MC Light had a verse, and LL told MC Light, "Nah, nah, nah, you can't, you can't say that." Cause she was dropping straight. He said, "He said MC Light was about to drop straight statistics, like nine out of ten black murders, you know, and all this kind of stuff." And right. he, he said LL wrote her joint for her, for self destruction, mm-hmm. on the spot. Wow. But you wouldn't. But what I think was, the, you know, I'm, I'm props to LL because you wouldn't even know he wrote that because it don't Word. sound like LL. It don't even sound like something he would say. Wow. You know, and I was, I was, I was, you know, I was hurt. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was hurt because, and, 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 and I, I don't know, does it matter? Hit us up at B, at B2 Egg Podcast. Like, does it really, does it matter if somebody gives you some creative uh, input, creative input? Um, she, well, she, obviously, she, obviously does she had a verse, <laughs> she, but she she came there with a verse. But you know, I don't know, man. I, yeah, my feelings were hurt because I because I'm an MC like fan. Yo, ten percent diss, yeah. shut the f up, ho. All them joints, yeah. and you can somebody. I can't I can't believe that somebody wrote those. Yeah. Maybe maybe somebody wrote some of her stuff. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I know my favorite song was Paper Thin, and when I looked at the credits, it said King of Chill. So. As producer and writer, so maybe he wrote the hook or something. Listen, it's his only his name is on it. I don't see. Damn. What what what's 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 her name? Dana. What's her name? No, that's that's Queen Latifah. I forgot um, MC Light's real name, but I don't. I didn't see her name on the credits for that song. That's my favorite MC Light song. So. Oh, that's that. Yeah, that beats crazy. When you say you love me. It doesn't matter. It goes into my head as just chit chatter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. So anyway, yeah. Um. So yeah, that 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 was just that little that little dose right there. So yeah, I found that out, and I, I was just like, I was hurt. But um, yeah. So we're good. So yeah, man. And and we kind of, you know, went went into um into death, I guess, to the song that's on the top five. Because you know, there's a, actually, you know, what's 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 cool is that there's a backstory. To these posse cuts that we've heard like even you know with the symphony about MC Shan supposed to be on it and what happened with that you know you know so let me just no you're right and I'm, I'm gonna say this 
if they ever did a Symphony 3, I know there was a Symphony 2, mm-hmm. right? If they ever did a Symphony 3, who would you want to hear on it? That wasn't on either of the first two. From the Juice Crew? Yeah. Poppy Bismarck. <laughs> That's good. I, I forgot about that. I I I, I would have said that, but I, I was I was I, I wasn't thinking. Here's who I thought what I should have been on it. I thought it should have been either tragedy uh-huh. or Rossanne Chante. Uh-huh. That that's that's who's missing. And I know I, I, I got the coach MC Shan thing. Shan was dope, don't get me wrong. His voice, that voice that he had yeah. that like high pitched voice. Yeah. And he was, you know, he was smart. You know, he was saying he, he would say some smart things every now and then. Um, but, you know, maybe they, maybe Biz, Shan, Shante, Tragedy. Um, who else? Yeah, TJ Swan. TJ Swan. You know, there's, there's so many different people that could have been on that cut. Um, yeah. Let me see something. Juice Crew was Marley Maul, Roxanne, Shan, Mr. Ma- uh, Big Daddy King, Craig G, Tragedy, Biz Marky, T.J. Swan. Who's, 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 um, yo, Granddaddy You? Granddaddy You was, um, on yeah, the, on Juice Crew? Yeah, ah, yeah, Granddaddy Are You, yes. I didn't, I didn't, I never thought of him as being in the Juice Crew, though. I because he came late, late, late on, and, um, because he wasn't, like, an early member, that's why. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> so we're gonna close that out. So we wanna say shout out to uh, Beats by Neff. You guys can follow him at, uh, at Beats with Z by Neff and E double F. The music that we're, we're talking over the intro to outro, that music is all compiled. Yeah, he's he's actually putting together another um, beat tape called uh, Beat Cafe. Beat Cafe. Yeah. When are we gonna be able to get that? Where, where we find his stuff at? Um. Well, I know some of the music you're hearing now is uh, on the. He has a album, a beat album on iTunes now. Uh, Soul Story. That's on the Soul Story LP. Soul Story LP. Okay. That's on iTunes and everything. All the platforms out now. Alright, that's cool. 